Hey, Outcomes Rocket friends. Thanks for tuning in to the podcast once again. As a leader in healthcare, you have big ideas, great products, a story to tell, and are looking for ways to improve your reach and scale your business. However, there's one tiny problem. Healthcare is tough to navigate and the typical sales cycle is slow. That's why you should consider starting your own podcast as part of your sales and marketing strategy. At the Outcomes Rocket, I've been able to reach thousands of people every single month that I wouldn't have otherwise been able to reach if I had not started my podcast. Having this organic reach enables me to get the feedback necessary to create a podcast that delivers value that you are looking for. And the same thing goes if you start a podcast for what you could learn from your customers. The best thing about podcasting in healthcare is that we're currently at the ground level, meaning that the number of people in healthcare listening to podcasts is small but growing rapidly. I put together a free checklist for you to check out the steps on what it takes to create your own podcast. You could find that at outcomesrocket.health slash podcast. Check it out today and find a new way to leverage the sales, marketing, and outcomes of your business. That's outcomesrocket.health slash podcast. Welcome back once again to the Outcomes Rocket Podcast, where we chat with today's most successful and inspiring health leaders. Today, I have the outstanding Omri Shore. He is the founder and CEO at Metasafe. Metasafe is an mHealth platform that solves for medication non-adherence, a huge billion-dollar problem that we have in healthcare, by addressing all the major underlying causes of this complex program, including forgetfulness, fear of side effects, cost, and lack of motivation and support. Today, the app has 2.7 million registered users. So, Omri, thanks so much. It's a pleasure to have you on the podcast. Thank you very much for the opportunity, and I'm looking forward to chatting today. Absolutely. Now, Omri, tell me, the one thing that I want to, that I always ask my guests is, what got you into the medical sector to begin with? Sure. So our story begins about uh, six, a bit more than six years ago. My father is diabetic and hypertensive, and we're back in Israel. And on that uh, beautiful day, he came to me and he asked me a quick question, which was, have you seen me inject my medications today? And I gave him a pretty quick answer uh, that was Mm -hmm. no. I meant at that point, uh, no, I haven't seen you. However, unfortunately understood that as no, you haven't injected your medications. He went back into the house and injected a second dose of insulin in a row. And uh, that was completely mistakenly. And we've started thinking about how people manage their medications as a result of that. What tools that patients have and what functionalities and so on and so forth. And in parallel, We've also started thinking about what does the healthcare grant ecosystem actually does for patients in terms of medication management. So uh, we clearly noticed that his provider, his payer, his pharma company, pharmacy, uh, nurse, any of, of his clinicians, none of them had a solution that they could have provided my father at that point in time. And at the same time, he carried an iPhone So we thought that we can create a new medium for patients' uh, medication management using solutions that are coming to the market. Well, thank you for sharing that story, Omri. And uh, 
hopefully your dad is okay. And he, it was just kind of a little misstep that led to a solution being born. Absolutely. My, my father's doing very well. He's actually MediSafe user number one. <laughs> is he really? Awesome. And he uh, keeps on uh, notifying us uh, whenever there is any issues, uh, there are any issues or, or any bugs or anything like that. We have one user who's notifying us right away. <laughs> That's amazing. And it's good to have that feedback loop with technologies like these. And uh, no doubt the hot topic here is medication adherence. As it relates to this, Omri, what would you say healthcare leaders need to be thinking about? Yeah, so, so medication adherence is a part of a bigger problem, which is medication mismanagement. Mm -hmm. And patients are lacking tools to actually help them better manage their medications. And that leads to a lot of burden on the healthcare system. It's a critical issue. And let me give you some of the numbers that when I found out about those numbers, kept me awake for a few days. It starts with 700,000 people a year suffer an emergency because of medication management issues. And of those 700,000 people, 125,000 people a year will die. And if you translate that statistically, it's every four and a half minutes an American dies. For me, it was uh, very troublesome. And that, according to the U.S. Congressional Budget Office, leads to about $300 billion of excessive expenditure. And that is because of additional admissions and additional emergencies and so on and so forth. And just, just imagine what the healthcare ecosystem could have done with additional $300 billion a year, right? Oh, absolutely. Hospitals and, and could have been built. So uh, it seemed to us like this is a huge issue. It's an unseen problem and something that should be brought to the attention of the grand healthcare ecosystem. Uh, you know, I like, I like the way you framed it, Omri. It's a part of the medication management problem. That is um, medication adherence. And so, folks, the best in any industry truly have the ability to make distinctions about whatever it be that they, that they work on. And Omri, obviously, is giving us a distinction here medication management versus medication adherence. And I think it's really, really important one to take in mind as we work to tackle this problem. Omri, can you give us an example of how your organization and technology has created results? I mean, aside from 2.7 million users, which is very impressive, what are some things that have happened to improve outcomes? Sure, absolutely. So uh, one Minor correction, today we have 4.5 million registered users. That's a major correction. <laughs> Congratulations, 4.5 million, that's outstanding. Yes, indeed, that's a big uh, population of patients and many people that, that we're helping. So this is exciting for us. I would like to say that when you look at a different constituents across the healthcare ecosystem, MediSafe will create various outcomes for various constituents. So I think that healthcare should be more focused on patients. So I'll start there. MediSafe helps hundreds of thousands of people each and every day to manage their medications correctly. And what do I mean by manage medications correctly? That is starting from the basic reminders, which is a very important piece of the puzzle. However, 
when you move further, it's about educating the patients. It's about connecting their to them to their family, their patients all the time, and so on and so forth. Really, um, really looking at the healthcare continuum for that patient from the moment that they are prescribed till the moment that they take their medication and become healthier. And it's about looking at potential drug-to-drug interactions of that patient. And regarding that feature, MediSafe was able today to prevent tens of thousands of drug-to-drug interactions. And we have received many emails from patients about how MediSafe literally saved their lives by identifying those interactions. So I think that we should start with the patient. Then when we move further into the healthcare ecosystem, our primary partners are, in many cases, pharma companies who are interested in improving patient experience for their patients. And of course, that all translates into better outcomes, right? So imagine that we uh, can improve adherence by 10%, right? That we can move 21% of the non-adherent patients to become adherent. What are the, the implications for patients that are now healthier, that do not need to suffer from any complications? And what are the implications to the healthcare ecosystem? When you look at, for diabetes patients, for instance, there has been a study that showed that by improving adherence by about 20%, you save many hundreds of dollars a year as a result of that. I want to take it one level higher because clearly it's important to improve outcomes for each and every patient. But MediSafe collects that level of data. So we have today over 1 billion medication doses that were taken uh, using MediSafe and about 6 billion data points as to how patients take their medications, right? The healthcare stakeholders have claims data, which is patients refilling or taking their medications is a point in time and that comes every 30 to 90 days. And then there is a lag. By using the MediSafe data, we move from a once a month to once every three month data sample to once to two to three times a day data sample. And we can understand patient behaviors in ways that were never available to us as a healthcare ecosystem to date and really get unparalleled insights into patients' behavior, patient challenges, and how to solve them. Yeah, that's fascinating, Omri. And and like you said, right, there's the individual patient impact, but then it's the broader population health. How can we manage the overall behaviors of populations, whether it be a community or whether it be a subset of a chronic illness? Fascinating work that you're doing, and I think it's, it's making a big difference. Can you share a time with the listeners when you had a setback? And something that you learn from that setback that as a result, you always do things a certain way. Sure, absolutely. Let me start with one very important, because I keep on getting back to the patient, right? Yes. So apparently, although healthcare thinks that way, every patient is different. Because every patient is different, their challenges with medication management are different. When MediSafe started at the beginning, we had a big vision, but we started with features and functionalities that were one size fits all. 
However, over time, we've learned a lot about how to personalize experiences for users. And one of them, for instance, is, is a very simple one. What is the call to action to go and remind Saul to go and take his medications? And here is some very interesting insight for you. There are various ways to talk to patients. And if I will go to a 50-year-old patient and I will tell him, hey, take your medications, not only because it's healthier for you, but because it matters for your family, because you want to go and see your children uh, get married and support them over time. So it's not only for you, it's for the family. We will see about 20% higher engagement from that user. However, if I will go to a 20 to 30-year-old millennial and do exactly the same, talk about family values, we will get about 5% lower engagement Hmm. in the control group. So it took us a lot of time to really start to see how do we think about uh, personalization. And that took about gazillion failures over time. (laughs) And we kept on uh, having many, many challenges and bumping into walls until we, we have understood what are all the values there. And remember, I always talk about Medicef as a B2C and a, a B2B company. So inside the healthcare ecosystem, there were many challenges over, over the years of how do you prove value? How do you prove better adherence, right? Mm-hmm. And one of the things that we found out is that the transparency of the data is not yet there. The access to data is not yet there. And it only took us about five years until we had enough data so we could do a good enough data matching and be able to prove that value to the healthcare ecosystem. That's a really great lesson learned, Omri, and a, and a great share for the listeners to think about. Let's take a look at the other side of that. What's your proudest leadership experience in healthcare today? So, um, fortunately, we're in a place that we are working a lot with patients. And we get patients uh, sending us emails every day about how they can't imagine going through their patient journeys and their challenges without having MediSafe by their, their sides. There was one patient specifically that told us if I had on my phone just three apps my calling app, my texting app, and MediSafe, then my phone would have fulfilled what it's here. That's great. One, another uh, beautiful example is a story of a gentleman called Richard, and he used MediSafe to manage his wife's medication. However, his stepfather uh, used to take maintenance medications, and at, at some point in time, he was prescribed with an additional med. And uh, what happened is that he was prescribed with that med. However, the pharmacist made a mistake and gave him a a different med than the one that was prescribed. Uh, Richard then had MediSafe on his phone, so he went into the interaction checker uh, to learn that if his father will take this mistaken med at the same time of the maintenance medication that he's taking, He's taking a severe risk of literally dying. So they then went to the doctor and the doctor indeed confirmed that there was a mistake there. So being at that point that you can help so many people 
be healthier and live their lives without the challenges of medication management is really an exciting place to be at. Yeah, that's really exciting and and amazing stories that you've shared. I'm sure many more, but some great ones that you highlighted for us. And I'm just curious, so before this whole journey started, Omri, what were you doing before MetaSafe? So I always knew that my calling in life is to be an entrepreneur. And I worked for a startup in a completely different space in the law firm management software business. I was employee number one. It was an Israeli uh, startup and I was in charge of the entire business side. So initially it was creating the, the marketing messaging and after that working on how the product looks and then managing managing some of the sales activities. It was a great time where I learned a lot of my entrepreneurial uh, skills. Very cool. It's fascinating. And so from that experience, were you able to bring over some some knowledge and skills that have helped with uh, MetaSafe? I absolutely have. Human interaction is human interaction when yes. you need to uh, change the behavior of the secretary so she manages better. That is in some parallels uh, similar to uh, doing those things on patients. However, I think that business is is business and you need to think about a business that you're building. You need to think about how you implement business models, how you help create value, how you quantify that value and so on and uh, and so forth. Yeah, it all goes back to value. And one of the neat things that I think can happen is is we we tend to get pretty tunnel visioned in healthcare and it helps to look beyond healthcare and see what other industries like legal for example are doing to solve problems and it's amazing the parallels that you could find to apply within healthcare sounds like you did a little bit of that on the legal versus metasafe side so appreciate you uh sharing that and how about on metasafe an exciting project that you're working on today so in metasafe for the last few years, we've clearly been in touch with the big technology companies in our space. And about a few months back, Apple announced that they're allowing patients now to pull their health records information into their Apple device. And when we heard about that, we thought that it is very exciting. It's really breaking the barriers inside the healthcare system, creating a true interoperability on the patient side as opposed to the industry side. And uh, we thought that the ideal thing to do is when the patient actually has their medical records, and clearly medications are a part of that, to be able to pull that into their MediSafe account and create really frictionless and, and accurate medication loading into MediSafe. So on um, June of this year, Apple announced that they will open Health Records API. Nice. On their press release, uh, there were a number of beautiful screenshots. Those screenshots were MediSafe's. Oh, were they really? (laughs) Nice. To uh, to be the first company to actually take the medication data from the health records and pull that into their the patient's MediSafe account. So we're currently on, on final betas of this thing and intending to launch the feature officially this fall. Outstanding. Congratulations on that. Thank you. And that's on the patient side, right? And as I said, the biggest challenge is to run those two companies 
at the same time uh, the business side and and the consumer side so on the business side we are in the process of really implementing medisafe together with more and more pharma companies and creating value for them by managing patients medications correctly Outstanding. And and you've provided such a great example, Omri, of being able to create a B2C company, add value there, while at the same time creating a B2B model that works hand in hand with your B2C model. And I think it's a great example, one that entrepreneurs out there looking to make an impact in healthcare should study. So folks, check out Metasafe, metasafe.com and the things that they're doing, just an outstanding uh, group. So let's talk about this syllabus. So we're going to do a quick lightning round, Omri. We're going to build a leadership syllabus on healthcare, the business of healthcare, V101 on business with Omri. And so I've got four questions for you, lightning round style, followed by a book that you recommend to the listeners. You ready? Yes. All right. What's the best way to improve healthcare outcomes? I think that you should uh, make sure that you're taking a strategic approach to how do you validate the value, uh, do clinical great studies, and validate your solution. What's the biggest mistake or pitfall to avoid? I think it's very important to keep on focused, to identify where you're going, understand the market, the market dynamics, and just keep focused on what you're trying to achieve. How do you stay relevant as an organization despite constant change? Always identify your target population, your consumers, your customers. Understand what they're looking for in an ever-changing world. Continue on interviewing them and adapt the solution very quickly. Iterate quickly, listen to the market, and bridge those gaps constantly. Great advice. What's one area of focus that drives everything in your organization? Patients. Read patient reviews each and every day. If you uh, lose sight of the patient and what you are and, and how and what's the value that you generate to them, you lose grip of the business. And data is key. So we keep on looking at the data, looking at what our patients need, and keep on iterating. Love it. Love it, Omri. And what book would you recommend to the listeners on this syllabus? So there is a, a great book called The Blue Ocean Strategy. It's a strategy book that essentially tells you stories of companies that were able to subtract values from their products and add various other values instead. And by that, create a blue ocean as opposed to a red, bloody ocean where everyone else is competing. So essentially, it's how do you differentiate yourself from your competitors based on the value that you can bring to the world? What a great recommendation, Omri. I I picked that book up probably about six years ago, but this is a good reminder to pick it back up again. Listeners, if you haven't read that, it's such a refreshing way to approach value creation. And look, I mean... Omri's doing an outstanding job, him and his organization. This one popped up on his syllabus here for you, so you better read it. <laughs> so Omri, thank you so much. Here to the end, really appreciate your, your insights. Before we conclude, though, I love if you could just share a closing thought and then the best place where the listeners could interact with you and your company. Yes. So first of all, thank you very much for the opportunity to talk to you today. 
I think that it's important to understand that better healthcare and for us, better medication management has a ripple effect across the industry. And by focusing on the ones who matter most, the source of the problem, which is improving medications for patients, I think we can improve health outcomes across the entire healthcare continuum. I would be happy to stay in touch. You can find me on Reshore at LinkedIn. Uh, you can reach out through the MediSafe website, uh, click contact us, and those emails go to my inbox as well. Outstanding. Omri, thank you so much. Keep up the outstanding work on this uh, medication management, medication adherence space. You guys are doing outstanding things and leading the way. And thanks again for spending time with us. It's been a pleasure. Thank you, Saul. Enjoyed the opportunity to talk to you today, and I'm looking forward to staying in touch. Hey, Outcomes Rocket friends. Thanks for tuning in to the podcast once again. As a leader in healthcare, you have big ideas, great products, a story to tell, and are looking for ways to improve your reach and scale your business. However, there's one tiny problem. Healthcare is tough to navigate, and the typical sales cycle is slow. That's why you should consider starting your own podcast as part of your sales and marketing strategy. At the Outcomes Rocket, I've been able to reach thousands of people every single month that I wouldn't have otherwise been able to reach if I had not started my podcast. Having this organic reach enables me to get the feedback necessary to create a podcast that delivers value that you are looking for. And the same thing goes if you start a podcast for what you could learn from your customers. The best thing about podcasting in healthcare is that we're currently at the ground level, meaning that the number of people in healthcare listening to podcasts is small but growing rapidly. I put together a free checklist for you to check out the steps on what it takes to create your own podcast. You could find that at outcomesrocket.health slash podcast. Check it out today and find a new way to leverage the sales, marketing, and outcomes of your business. That's outcomesrocket.health slash podcast.